Anti-Can't Wave View, the podcast that tries to explain fictional worlds using science. I'm Simon. And I'm Jeff. So, Jeff. Simon. I know we talked last time about, you know, Norse mythology, and that's, like, you know, cool, right? Right. But that's, like, your thing. It's not really my thing. I'm not, like... Not not really a mythology fellow? Well, I, no, that's not true. Um, I mean, I like... I, I mean, it wasn't an accusation, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> listen, listen, man. I don't like mythology you just so much as the next guy. Huh? It. It's like a straight guy trying to defend his sexuality. Um, right. We know what that's like. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all of us know what that's like. All of us know. All of us know what that's like. Um, no, uh, I, I do like mythology. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I'm just not. I'm not big on the Norse mythology. I find Norse mythology to be a little bit fanciful. Um, not as okay. As down to earth. Not as grounded in reality <laughs> as uh, other mythologies. As other mythologies say. Uh, well, yeah. It just happens to be that I, for some reason I just kind of end up learning Greek mythology more than Norse mythology, uh, mm. and I have no idea why. Uh, I think it's because, like... Uh, it could be the first thing that you learn, and you just kind of rolled with it. Yeah, well, also, like, I feel like you're kind of required to read the Odyssey in, like, every single class ever, right? I don't think I've ever been required to read the Odyssey. You've... Really? Yeah. Well, I guess that's the value of a private education. I guess. I mean, it didn't stop me from reading it, but I don't think it's been required. Yeah, I mean, I think it's weird. I think it's weird. You you know the Odyssey, though, right? Yeah. Okay. I'm just, you know, I'm just making sure. Because <laughs> that's where all of your goose are this week, and you didn't want to leave me behind for once. Yeah, yeah, for once. I didn't want to have <laughs> goofs that you wouldn't get. <laughs> uh, no, well, well, I, I just, I just, you know, I kind of don't believe you, so I, I'm just going to quiz you a little bit. Uh, what, what is Odysseus's inseam? His inseam? <laughs> yeah, yeah, his inseam. Uh, 27 and a half inches. Oh, <laughs> wait. You know what, that's actually probably not, uh, terribly inaccurate. <laughs> <laughs> He's on the shorter side, And you probably. thought I didn't read it. Yeah, I, well, yeah. yeah, like, ancient peoples tended to, to be shorter on average than Stouter. we are now. Yeah. And who's to say, I mean... <laughs> No one knows how tall Odysseus was. He could have been, you know... Eight. It's the one detail they <laughs> left out from all of the uh, character introductions in the Odyssey. Yeah, well, well, so here's the weird thing about the Odyssey, is that periodically they'll have, like... You know how animes will have, like, those interstitial scenes where, like, they're, like they'll show the characters and they'll be like, body weight, height, favorite food, <laughs> blood type. They have that, but also for the Odyssey. It started in the Odyssey. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what they got it from. That's where Japan got it from, was from the Odyssey. <laughs> <laughs> uh i just i've caught up on my hero academia so mm, they do mm-hmm. that a lot and they do they only got like eight characters they do it for so you learn a lot about them about just eight characters about yeah no but like for real it's only eight characters that they do it for and so you're like okay i know deku's blood type is a and his like <laughs> favorite food is ramen because <laughs> mm-hmm. i've seen it a hundred and five times. <laughs> anyway, cool. Yeah, so we're doing the Greek. We're doing Greek mythology. Uh, All right. For those of the people who don't know what this is, <laughs> welcome to the world. I'm glad you were just born. 
Um, uh-huh. It kind of sucks, to be honest. Not Greek mythology, the world. Greek mythology is pretty okay. <laughs> yeah. The world, not as much. Yeah. Um, so Greek mythology is... Uh, uh, well, the Greek people are a, a civilization that lives in... Uh, or they were a civilization. I guess they are a civilization. They still exist. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, lives in the Mediterranean. Uh, they're kind of like uh-huh. cradle, cradle of society. Cradle of democracy and kind of thought as we know it today. Uh, post real cradle of humanity, which is the Fertile Crescent, and then the actual fertile or cradle of society, which is Africa. Uh, just the whole continent. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's, uh, it's good. It's a good history podcast we're doing now. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, I think all the, I think I like to think of our podcast as like a turducken or like a, a Russian nesting doll of podcasts. Um, yeah, where we do mini podcasts within a podcast, so it's really a podcast about podcasting. It's very intelligent. It's, it's just a real meta <laughs> podcast. Yeah. yeah, it's a real. It's analysis of like common day. Um, common day that's not what i meant to say modern day uh like thought and and you know uh uh, critical thinking and arguments uh through the lens of like the modern uh child um is that greek myth or our podcast no that's our podcast anyway so the Greek, greek myths are Kind of the, 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 it's unclear if it's a religion or not, um, but it's largely like a series of stories that are, are kind of loosely interwoven, um, that have to do with the gods of the Greek classical world. Uh, some mm-hmm. of them are like <clears throat> fables. Fables? Yeah, fables work. Um, well, I'm pretty sure they're all myths. Well, they're myths, but I mean, like, they also have, like, some of them have, like, are like creation myths. But there's also ones that are like, oh, this is like to teach you a story about what you should do in the world. Oh, like, uh, like moralistic fables. and all, all that? Holistic. Moralistic. Yeah. They give you a moral. Yeah. But that's why they're like fables. Like fables are, are stories. Aren't they? Aren't they stories that have like a like a lesson in them? This is what? Fables. Oh, okay. 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 I, 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 I was I just was seeing how many more times I get you to, to repeat the word fables. Well, let's go up to like five or six. <laughs> let's do a podcast on the game Fable, and <laughs> I'll say it even more times. Um, right. I hate you, I hate you so much. <laughs> uh, and yeah, so it's like a lot of it's like a interwoven creation myths kind of kind of explanations for the world. You know, how, what is mm-hmm. it, it? Also interwoven in it was a lot of like um, uh, 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 knowledge, like oral knowledge. Like the mm-hmm. idea that uh, you know, certain gods are associated with certain things, and when they interact with each other, uh, is a kind of way of remembering interactions and that happen in the natural world. Um, okay, this is commonly seen in, in metallurgy, actually. Um, but there's like a weird mixture of what Greek mythology actually is. Mm. In a very layman's term, it's a very lazy religion because all the gods live on a mountain that is completely scalable and you can go on top of it and you can look and see that there's no gods there <laughs> yeah, it's steep but it's not like impossible to surround 
Anyway. Well, I mean, you know, all the gods were, were covered in a mist, so you don't go blind anyway. That's why you never saw any of them. Why does my computer like to go to sleep whenever I'm podcasting? Uh, because you have bad settings on it. That is, That's my guess. I guess, but, like, it doesn't go to sleep any other time. Anyway. <laughs> cool. So, if that kind of explains, I feel like I did a good job of explaining what the Greek world is. Uh, there's, like, a series of, of hierarchies to gods in this world, starting with titans. Mm-hmm. Actually, before the titans are. Well, yeah. Uh, what are they? I don't remember. Man, I forget what they're called. You, they're, like, the... They're, like, pre-titans, <sighs> like... Col- they're like personifications of like chaos. Of like and chaos, stuff. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like personification of like like not only like natural forces, like but like concepts. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm gonna quickly quickly look this up. <laughs> wouldn't want us to look silly and wouldn't wouldn't want us to look like we don't know what we're talking about. No, never. We always know what we're talking about. Yeah. Uh, so they're I guess they're just called primordials. Mm. are like yeah like the sky and earth and then like chaos and night and weird like thought um Mm -hmm. and they have children to the gods they have children who are the gods there's a whole story about how they try and fight each other gods end up winning gods now like ruling the earth and they all have Mm -hmm. children there's a lot of weird like Like you do yeah some weird incest i learned uh Hera. There's like not a small amount of weird incest. Not a small in Greek <laughs> gods. Yeah. Well, so so I think it's I think it's Hera. What is uh, Zeus's wife? Yeah, that's Hera. It's Hera. She is not related to Zeus. She's oh, hey, she, they got one. Yeah, uh, I think she's like, or she's like a distant cousin. Would what it would be? So it's not like sister brother, which is a lot of the Greek mythology stuff. <laughs> Um, anyway, yeah, because she's Aphrodite yeah. in, in the Greek, or in the Roman. What? No, Aphrodite is not a Greek god. They're two separate gods. Are you sure? 100%. I think you're right. Because it was Aphrodite and Hera and Athena that kicked off the Trojan War. Yes. Up, oh, I lied. Nope. Hera is the sister of Zeus. Yeah, probably. One of them is not. Maybe it's Athena isn't related to them? Uh, I think they're all related because they're all... But, like, one of them is further like back. Like, children of Kronos or something. I thought one of them was, like, further back and was the child of Uranus and Gaia. Maybe is I'm that wrong. Zeus? No. Zeus is the... Maybe. No. Zeus is the child of uh, Kronos and uh, the other one there. Mm, right. Anyway, we're getting off topic. <laughs> we're actually on topic but we're, it's not yeah, the point we're of this exactly on topic but very lost in the weeds uh so there's a whole bunch of like magic stuff and we'll go through it all um as we go through it all <laughs> so the first thing i want to i want to know about jeff right uh my main man perseus okay <clears throat> uh how, I, 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 and here he's the one who attacks the gorgons, right? I know, I understand that this is where I should know more because this is like something that I've actually looked at. But mm-hmm. I also am having a really tough time focusing right now. <laughs> right, Perseus is the one that fights. Ah, uh, yes. Okay. 
So here we go. I'm talking about the Gorgons. You know what the Gorgons are? Mm-hmm. The Gorgons are the snake-haired fellows that turn people to stone. Uh, snake-haired ladies. That's the one. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm sure a fellow can be a... a, a, a uh, uh, a gorgon they have yeah. to reproduce somehow yeah, right? right uh yeah so they got snake for hairs and uh the thing is is that they can turn people to stone um mm-hmm. they have to look directly at them because the way right. that perseus kills the gorgons is he looks at the reflection in his shields and essentially walks backwards mm-hmm. so here's my question for you right Right. How do the Gorgons turn people to stone? That is a good question with a very simple explanation that I did not buy enough time to think of. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> well, uh, so here's the thing. I think stone can be a loose term. I think we can just assume that they're mineralizing, right? Yeah, I feel like that's a good starting point. Like, they're not for... like turning to a specific stone. Mm-hmm. So maybe they're all like just getting turning into bone, right? Okay, so just like bone cancer, <laughs> just incredibly fast bone cancer. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying <laughs> what what I'm saying is uh, the gorgons are uh, highly radioactive, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so they they rapidly yeah so you get bone cancer but you it's turn all to bone. very directional from just their eyes. Oh, well, here's the thing. I think that Perseus's shield, being metal, mm-hmm. right, uh-huh. uh huh, blocks the radiation. But wouldn't any of the other warriors who have come through also have a shield? Probably. Good point. Or they just have <laughs> bad wooden shields. That that is probably pretty accurate. <laughs> uh what about okay so okay mr smarty pants you 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 come up with an idea uh i mean i don't have a great one um what if it's like i like the mm-hmm. the basis of your idea where they like shoot out ionizing radiation somehow um yeah i guess i don't know how to to explain away that like you're just looking at it, looking at them through the reflection. I guess if the shield is like curved, it could uh, scatter the. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I guess it would be like as a light or something, <laughs> like some way to direct it from the gorgons. Uh, but like, yeah. You know, he can see them through the like in the reflection of the shield, but like whatever that radiation is, so like narrow and directional that mm. if it hits like any other part of the shield it goes in a different direction gotcha 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 we're talking about like hyperbolic shield here we're like no matter where it hits on the shield it should be reflected back out so it's like um mm-hmm. those things that are those like you know how you know how road signs are designed so that they like light up at night mm-hmm. even on very little light right yeah it's like that but all over mm-hmm. shield, yeah. I, 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 I'm, I'm down with that. Um, what I, I, I do think that they're just like firing ionizing radiation out of their eyes because that kind of makes sense. Mm-hmm. I like it. And do we, do we think that there's a reason why it specifically affects why it specifically creates bone cancer? 
Do we think that it's like the specific ionizing radiation, like a specific, uh, say, frequency that affects crystalline structures more than flabby, flabby, soft structures? I don't know. I mean, it could be something along those lines. I don't have like the the depth of knowledge to know how to like uh, dial uh, that in. It's only guess. bone make cancer. Wild accusations. But it could, yeah. It could also be just that, um, like the survivors who are reporting it, like, mm. oh yeah, the person Solomon just like keeled over and died is not as good a story as. Yeah, the person saw the Gorgon and then they turned into stone. Uh, yeah, like, I, I, it could just be a societal, like, this is a better story. This is the one I'm going to tell. What didn't occur to me is that I think that we could go, we could have it both ways, right? Um, um, mm-hmm. You know, they fire, you know, beams out of their eyes. But also, I mean, assuming that they kill everyone that comes to see them, maybe they just mm-hmm. live in, like, caves where fossilization happens really rapidly. Okay. Like, yeah. So you're just like, oh, there's a bunch of dead bodies that are all stone. They must mm-hmm. have turned them to stone. And then, like, you break into them and they're like, got like this gnarly bone growth in there. <laughs> and you're like, oh, boy, they really did turn to stone. Mm hmm. Yeah. I, I like that. That makes a lot of sense to me. Yeah, me too. I'm, I'm liking that too. I think, I think that that works. I think that's good. That's smart. Let's move on. <laughs> so, similar to the Gorgons. Mm-hmm. Uh, are the sirens, uh, you know, largely heard of in the Odyssey where uh, uh, Odysseus wants to be tied, or is it Argonauts? I think it's Odysseus who wants to be tied to his mast so that he can hear the siren song while all of his men plug their ears with wax. Sounds like a thing Odysseus would do. I think it's Odysseus. I don't think it's whatever his name is, Jason. Jason, yeah. Um, yeah, so... What is the siren song? Why does it... Actually, it sounds like the opposite of what Odysseus would do. Odysseus was a clever guy. Well, he, but he was also, like, crazy curious. Like, he would just, like, be mm, like, oh, true. here's an island. Let me just go on to this island. <laughs> what? I'm supposed to be going back home so that I can be with my wife and child? Yeah, my, my whole plot line here is to try to get back home. But I seem to be having a real tough time focusing. Yeah. He would have probably made a pretty good podcaster. <laughs> yeah, sure. He would have been a great guest host. Yeah, because only we can podcast. Yeah. Cool. I mean, what other podcasts would you want to go on? Uh, none. We're the Ours best. is the only one that takes as many like flights of fancy as the Odyssey did. That's true. That's true. I would say that we're almost entirely a flight of fancy. <laughs> I think you're right. Flight of fancy would be a really good name for a band. There's got to be a band named that. There's got to be a band named it already. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Anyway, Siren Song. Yes. It draws people towards it so that they end up walking off the deck of the boat and drowning and dying. Mm-hmm. Why? It's just real good singing. So we just think it's just like real, real, real... Uh, sexually repressed sailors and just like real attractive <laughs> women and they're like well i mean it doesn't necessarily have to be like a sexual thing like there are only so many like you know instruments and stuff back then you know I, I, like I mean, maybe they're just particularly good at singing okay 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 <laughs> okay uh so you think they're just really good at, but like 
I mean, I've heard some pretty great... Listen, we've all seen The Sixth Sense, right? So we've heard some pretty good singing. Sure. Um, that's a real good, real good Sixth Sense joke right there. Uh, Sixth Sense? No. Fifth Element. I have no idea what you're talking about. I was oh, thinking Fifth of... Fifth Element? <laughs> yes. Fifth Element makes way more sense than The Sixth Sense. <laughs> yeah, sorry. I was just thinking uh, Bruce Willis, and that was all that was in my head. I was like, it's, it's the Bruce, it's Die Hard. <laughs> Bruce Willis was in just this one movie. Yes. That was it. Everyone knows Die Hard, The Fifth Element, The Sixth Sense, and um, what is that movie with Samuel Jackson and John Travolta? You know uh, what I'm saying. Beans, Pulp Fiction. Yeah, I go. And Pulp Fiction. They're all one film. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, it's just different different cuts the same film. Yeah, exactly. Bruce Willis has only filmed one film, and it's just a really <laughs> long film. <laughs> Very intricate. Filmed in a lot of right. different locations. <laughs> all right. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't see I don't see why uh, conspiracy theorists don't enjoy our banter so much because we come up with some I pretty think it's great because we immediately like picked on them <laughs> I, we, okay, like we didn't but we did it took we us two years it took us two years well it took us yeah it took us two years <laughs> to post the well to record and post a flat earth episode and as soon as you put it on youtube they commented on it and we immediately responded, shutting <laughs> them down. It's true. It's true. Uh, well, you know, they, they should know who they're dealing with. They're dealing with two geniuses, right? Uh, <laughs> they're dealing with two overly sassy people with too much time on their hands. Overly sassy. I, that's, a good, that's a good way to... I think that's... Yeah, that's accurate. We're sassy. Yeah. Yeah. We're like... Um, I can't think of anything that's sassy. Like Smarties. Like the little candy, like the candy. Yeah, it's like kind of sour, but you think it's gonna be sweet. But you're like, mm, this is just sour and chalky. <laughs> These candies are sassier than I thought they were going to be. Yeah, like sassy. You know what I'm saying? You got it. Uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> uh, anyway, Siren Song. I don't like the fact that it's just good music. I have, I have listened. I've watched The Fifth Element. Okay. And I have never and you didn't wanted... wander off the side of the boat that you were watching it <laughs> I, on? Yeah, nor did I, like, wander into my television. Um, <laughs> so, I, so I think I think it's got to be it's got to be something that's, like, biologic, and it's got to be something to do with the ears, right? Okay. Um, maybe, maybe uh, 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 Greek people <laughs> are stupid. <laughs> um maybe the way that it's sung is uh kind of like speech jamming where like it sounds like it's on a delay and it like messes up your your thought process it's like it's like hypnotic where it's like repetitive things yeah they like put you in like a state of 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 hypnosis of like uh partial partial sleep hypnotic mm-hmm. suggestion i am cool with this the issue with hypnosis is that you can't really do something that is like counterintuitive under a hypnosis so like if you know you're on a ship unlikely mm-hmm. someone's going to be like walk off the ship and you're going to do it okay yeah well yeah and it's less the the hypnosis and more it um oh, like, 
I guess it could be like causes like it causes confusion and like people are looking for the source of that confusion. Okay, I like that. And since you're on a ship anyway, I would assume like being disoriented and on a ship is probably the worst possible thing. I'm sure there's a lot of worst place to be disoriented. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I'm sure there's a lot of sailors that died because they got drunk on a ship and just like trying to keep balance fell off. I'm pretty sure sailors have just always been drunk all the time they were on boats. I, I mean, that's I, why they always gave them grog and beer. I mean, I feel like that's more because it's really difficult to keep non-alcoholic beverages um, sterile for long periods of time. Yeah, that also makes a lot of sense. <laughs> yeah, I, but you know, come see, come saw. It's you know, this is a, this is a podcast all about exploring the historical theories <laughs> that arise. Uh, anyway. Okay, so we're just thinking, we're just like, it's like, it's like uh, hypnotic or like, uh, yeah, like what you're saying, like, is it speech, which is speech stopping? Speech? Like speech jamming? Have you never, like, had your audio set up wrong where, like, your monitor came through, like, half a second too late and you couldn't keep your thoughts straight? I mean, it's distracting, sure. I don't know if it's like... Yeah, no, it's, like, actually a phenomenon where if you have that timing off the right amount, then... Mm. It like messes up with your ability to speak. It's, this makes sense to me um, with the way that ears, what I know how ears work and how they do mm-hmm. like location finding and things mm-hmm. like that. Okay. That makes sense. <sighs> cool. So a little bit of a left turn, right turn, 90 degree turn. <laughs> 180 degree turn. 180 degree turn. Uh, Full 360. <laughs> And now no we're scope. back. I know we're going to continue talking about that siren song. <laughs> uh, no, what I want to know is, so you know the story of the Minotaur, right? Yeah. Okay. Don't so, worry. Uh, a bull who lives in a maze. Uh, well, half man, half bull that lives in a maze. Uh, yeah, tomato, tomato. Yeah. Well, uh, accurate, not accurate, you know. <laughs> uh, and so... The guy who who creates the mechanism that creates the Minotaur is a engineer named Daedalus, mm-hmm. who has a very famous son named Icarus. Oh, it's that fella. Yeah. yeah. So when they have to escape, I think it's a prison together. I think they're like stuck in 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 like uh, what's that pit? The big old pit. The big old pit. Yeah, when they have to escape that big old pit, uh, they have to. They, he has to create wings. Oh, no, it's a king. He's being held prisoner by a king. Sorry, there's a lot of, of Daedalus stories. They're all pretty much the same. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. So yeah, he has. So he has. He has to escape a king. He has to. He has, so his goal is to fly out. Yeah, I think they're just escaping from Crete. Yeah, which is just an island that they were stuck on. Uh, so he builds wings out of feathers and wax. A reasonable uh, uh, medium to choose. I feel like one of them is very heavy. Um, yeah, feathers, man. <laughs> really should have picked something lighter than that. Uh, so, oh, so that's one part of it. Is how does he fly with with what? What is you know? How does he fly with feathers and wax? It's not like a. a it's as far as I know. It took humans, you know, another 1,900 years to learn how to fly. Um, mm-hmm. Although, Archimedes had some pretty good ideas. Uh, mm-hmm. 
not only that, but then also the second half of it is how can he fly high enough that he can literally reach, not reach the sun, but get close enough to the sun to melt the wax? Yeah, that's a good question. Because as far as I know, um, the higher you go up, the colder it gets. It does get colder. <laughs> yep. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> Uh, Until you're like I mean, real close to the sun. <laughs> <laughs> like, where do we even want to start on this? Like, do we want to start with? I mean, it's got to be one of the people's wings. flapping their wing their their <laughs> wings their arms with wings like tied to them. I think I think that I think we know where that ends, and that ends with them not flying. <laughs> uh, not according to the story. It well, ends with them flying okay yeah one of them not flying anymore very suddenly (laughs) i think we should explain what the wings are and and how they get them to fly excuse me and i i would like to say one of the issues i have with this is that like sure if you get a light enough wing maybe you could fly but enough lift to lift a human being off the ground is an insane amount of lift. Like So here's my thought. They're less wings and more gliders. Okay. And it was less Icarus's wings melting and more he flew too high and stalled out. Oh. Oh. That's what I'm thinking. I, I kind of like that. Because I kind of like, like, it also kind of works because, like, obviously attaching wings to you, that's, that's ridiculous. But... <laughs> If he essentially just made like a glider, which does make sense, mm-hmm. it's and it's relatively easy to make. Maybe like even with like wood, it might still be a little too heavy. But all that would do would be increase your stall out uh, uh, chances. Mm-hmm. Um, so we think that that he just like he just was like he just flew like straight up, and he was like, "I'm gonna get really high," and just like ended up falling back. Daedalus is like, oh, mm-hmm. that's my idiot son. I like this. That makes sense. <laughs> well, listen, what would you do? Uh, I mean, I would uh, get caught up in my own hubris and fly straight into the sun, stall out, and then fall into the ocean. It's not even your own hubris. At, at best, it's like a faith that your dad created really good wings. <laughs> <laughs> Like, like people seem to use like the Icarus story to imply that like Icarus is the one that's got hubris. Well, I mean, he just because that is what happened, though. But it's not his own wings. Like, like it's his dad's well, wings. Well, it's not his own wings. It's its own cockiness. Like you're flying, just fly away to where you need to be. Don't like hot Don't. dog it. Don't try do anything more than what you're doing currently. I like yeah. this as a graduate student. This this makes a lot of sense to me. <laughs> just don't don't attempt. Just put your head down and just continue to do work. I like it. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, okay, fine then. <laughs> what are you not happy with the explanation? No, no. It's just we're moving through these really quickly, and I should have got more. Uh, here's the thing. Uh, here's the thing. Let's do this one first, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, this is the thing that I'm going to talk about right now. Uh, Good. Do you need to buy any more time? Do you nope. need me to vamp while you Google any extra questions? Uh, no. Do you uh, want me to provide some questions? Uh, no. I'm good. Unless you have one. Do you have one you want to ask? I, I mean, I could probably think one up if we need some more at the end. Oh, uh, no, okay. But, well, first, let's do this one. 
Okay. Uh, the Underworld, right? Right. Uh, as as anyone who's ever played the hit 2020 game Animal Crossing knows. <laughs> <laughs> no, Hades uh, knows. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, the Underworld in Greek mythology is kind of weird. Mm-hmm. Um, as like when people die, their souls go to uh, to Hades to the to the underworld. Um, right. But they don't necessarily like like stay there. Like they're they're still corporeal. Is the weird thing. And this is something we got into with like right. the the Norse mythology. It was like like the mm-hmm. the uh uh what's his name? Dude who rolls a boulder. Sisyphus. Um, right. His punishment of rolling a boulder comes well, from... Well, that's a different thing than Hades, though. That's Tartarus. That is Tartarus. Well, that's the underworld. Hades is actually not the area. It's the god. Well, there's... It? Well, Hades is, like, described as the equivalent of hell. But it's not... But that. Yeah, it's not, like, where bad people go. It's just where everyone goes. Yeah. But if you are bad people, then you go to Tartarus instead. No, like, I think particularly I think, bad people, like you feed your son to the gods, kind of bad person. I I might be wrong about this, but I believe if you are referring to it as like the equivalent of hell, it is the larger afterlife. It include includes the fields of Elysium, uh, Tartarus. Tartarus is the pit. Okay, that's what it is. And then it also includes, like, the area that is hell, where it's just, like, people chilling out. Like, Procrustes is there, and he owns an inn, and you're like, why does he need an inn if people are dead? <laughs> right. Yeah. I am, like, 90% sure that Tartarus is... Yeah, like, my my only knowledge of, like, the the topography, the map of the, the Greek underworld is that, like, Tartarus... Like, it's just where everyone goes when they die, and Tartarus is, like, actually hell for, like, six particularly bad people. Uh, uh, kind of. Tartarus is, like, hell, but for Titans. But for, like, people who get thrown into it. And I think some other people get thrown into it. You're right. And I don't remember who. But it's, like, the really, the worst of the worst get thrown into there. Yeah, the or two the- I remember are Sisyphus and Tantalus. I don't, I don't think Sisyphus is folks. in Tartarus. Yeah, no, that's pushing a boulder up a hill forever is their punishment for whatever they did. I don't remember what it was. No, I think it's just Hades. I think it's just hell that he's in. One second. I gotta look this up. Pretty sure. I'm pretty sure he's not I'm in right on this one. He might have ended up in Tartarus. In Zeus the chain. Oh, in Tartarus. You're right, he is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, that's what happens. He originally goes to Tartarus because he pisses off Zeus. Because obviously. Um, right. It's a real good way to get sent to Tartarus. When he gets, yeah, when he gets sent to Tartarus, he actually tricks the guy who's who's there, like his guard. He mm. locks his guard there instead and escapes. And that's what I want to talk about. Because he actually, when he escapes and goes back to excuse me, Earth, he, he's corporeal. He's a human again. Mm-hmm. So I want to know what the underworld is, how it's connected to the real world, and, like, what's going on there. Like, how can you, like, how can a dead person come back and be, like, a corporeal creature? Um, yeah, and that, uh, is demonstrated 
in other uh greek myth too um where orpheus also went into hades and came back out with erebus yeah erebus no what orpheus yeah, who's the woman, though? Is, I can't remember. Oh, uh, Eurydice. Eurydice, that's right. Erebus is a, yeah, is the, another place in hell. Anyway, yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like, So it's like a physical place, right? Mm-hmm, yeah. Do we think it's just like, and it is a place that people go when they die. Right. So what is it? Like, what do we think is happening there? I, I feel like I, this ties into, like, the, the greater like realms that the gods were given to like rule over where like Hades doesn't interact with like people as much just, you know, over his realm of Hades. So it could just be part of like a deal made with the other gods where after people like die through whatever means, I don't know if like Hades would like essentially bring them back to life, but like they now live in, Hades instead? Here's what I think. Okay. Uh huh. I like it. Uh, and I know we said we weren't going to do this with Norse mythology. Maybe we can do it with Greek mythology <laughs> that they're aliens. But that aside, there's uh-huh. a Doctor Who episode where everyone who dies has their consciousness uploaded to a cloud so that they can be turned into Cybermen. Uh, what if it's something okay. like that? What if it's like when you die, your consciousness is like copied and stored? And Hades is just like your your mind interpreting that process, but and like Orpheus didn't die. Ah, uh, that's a good point. Orpheus just sang a real sad song. It's just a real sad song. But that's maybe that's what it is. Maybe he's like because if I, doesn't Orpheus like slow himself down and essentially die, or does he actually figure out a way to go down sticks? I think he's shown a way because. Like, everything was so moved by his very sad song that Eurydice died. Played such a sad and mournful song that all the nymphs and gods wept. Yeah. On their advice, Orpheus traveled to the underworld. His music softened the heart of Hades and Persephone, who read a lot of Eurydice to return to Earth. I want to condition. She walked in front of her and not looked back until they both reached the overworld. God, what an idiot. Okay. <laughs> You say what an idiot, but he was like also definitely tricked into doing it right at the end. <laughs> well, he got 99% of the way there. <laughs> Listen, uh, what's the point of getting 99% of the way there if it's going to result in 0% if of what you wanted? you're just going to goof it up at the end. Yeah. Um, well, so, okay. So, like, I'm thinking, I'm thinking, because I, I, like, I like the idea that people are being like, their brains, it's like a matrix situation that their brains are being mm-hmm. used in this like weird cyberspace because then like um uh sisyphus's task is like just to do like recursive calculations okay like that's pushing a boulder up a hill uh and like you know tantalus is also just doing recursive calculations but you could just never get to that point <sighs> Like, it's oscillating, oscillating recursions. So, like, you can never mm-hmm. get precise enough. Uh, but you're right. I don't understand how how Orpheus could, like, literally be there as a human. Like, just chilling mm-hmm. out. So, so you think it's, like a, like, a pocket dimension kind of situation? I mean, I, I was actually more convinced with your last little bit of that explanation where 
Tartarus is like you're just doing again, not Tartarus, awful but okay. Recurse well for Sisyphus and Tantalus again, not you're, where in you're just Tartarus. doing. Yeah, they are. No, no. He Did you not just goes... describe that they were? No, they were. He was originally sent to Tartarus, but he escapes Tartarus, and then as okay. punishment, he's forced to just roll a boulder up a hill in Hades. Okay. Well, I believe what's his. I'm don't remember. Let's see. I'm reading. When death it's, was eventually it seems like Tartarus is Sisyphus so, time definitely associated with. Yeah. Okay. Oh, you're right. It is. Oh wow, there's a lot of people in Tartarus. Is there? I didn't think there were that many. I mean, like Chandelus is there. Uh, then some guy named Ixion, and then Dionides, Tidios, Salmonus, Arc, Acnus, Coronis, and then Plato also has a bunch of people in there too. Mm. Not to mention they can just like chill with the titans that are down there. <laughs> Cyclops. Yeah, the ones that there. aren't given other jobs to do. Mm. Well, specifically Kronos is down there. Mm-hmm. Anyway, sorry. Right. Yeah, like like Tartarus is like a worst place. So maybe maybe that's what it is. Maybe Tartarus is like server room. I mean, sorry, Hades is like a server room. And Tartarus mm-hmm. is like the specific, like, upload your consciousness, now you're stuck here, do stupid tasks and be tortured forever. Ah, <laughs> uh, hmm. I feel like the the analogy fell apart a little bit but i i do still was sold to the idea that it's just the matrix now <laughs> it's just the matrix <laughs> i mean i like I mean, it basically. I, I, I wish that there was a way so we could just say that like orpheus uploads to the matrix like yeah i mean he convinced like all the the nymphs and all of them and they like i don't know handed him a plug that he just <laughs> he just ran directly of his head. into his brain. Yeah, I honestly, oh, okay, he just uh, it's like it's so crazy because he honestly is just like yeah, like just ends up in the underworld. They're like cool. Yeah, he just like walks in. <laughs> uh, hmm. but I saw maybe he's like a coder. Maybe he's like uh, like people who are good at music are also good at math, and so maybe people who are good at math are also mm-hmm. good at coding. I mean, could be. I'm not going <laughs> to dispute it, I guess. That's what I'm saying. Like, like, are we, I guess what I'm saying is, are we fine just being like Orpheus is just like somehow gets his he brain into, hacked this into the matrix somehow? Yeah. yeah. Using, using, uh, I mean, ancient... like, yeah. Using like the language that it would have to be described, like that would have to be used to describe some semblance of what's happening to, ancient greeks like yeah. that's the the closest approximation they could get is they're like he just walks in we don't know what happened but mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah i mean it makes sense to me so here's the thing i want to know if if hades is like this matrix world mm-hmm. then what is achilles because achilles gets gets dipped in the river sticks most of them does most of them does so <laughs> <laughs> So, like, how does that make you invincible if... Um, hmm. How would that fit with our explanation? Exactly. Um, hmm. He's a robot. He's the Terminator. (laughs) Yeah. Um, man, it could just be... Because, like, 
What would the River Styx then be akin to? Because I was thinking the River of Styx, because this is what fairy souls down the down into Hades is. It's like right. the data stream. It's so like this the, would be like the the like Cat the, Five cord that <laughs> exactly is plugged into everybody. Yeah, this is this is the the phone phone jack. Because obviously right. this is this is pre uh, like modern modem days. <laughs> so it's it's on uh, right. Uh, that's fair. That's it's fair. DSL. I'll give you that. Um. Yeah, I don't know how, like, being covered in, you know, that signal or something would necessarily inoculate from dying. Unless it is also something in that, I mean, i calling it a signal, I'm going to commit to that. Where, like, Styx is just... A really good band? Like, yes. Uh, <laughs> where the river Styx is just, like, um... Uh... I don't know what term I want to use. Not like objectified, like. But uh, so uh, so so there's got to be a place that this is housed, right? Right. And I'm wondering if like so there's like the maybe maybe <sighs> sticks is the reference to like the entirety of the infrastructure necessary to move people. So it's like it's also like the the physical place where this is stored. Hmm. So like his mom just showed him like the server room one day. It's, it's real cold in here. <laughs> yeah, uh, but better than that. <laughs> I mean, I like that a lot. I just don't like it falls apart when like he has a weak spot because like just his heel didn't make it into the server room. <laughs> Well, I think what you could do is something along the lines of like, like, uh, so I just going with this. Okay. Just, just play in this space with me a little bit. Um, okay. So there's a server room, advanced uh-huh. alien technology, Achilles, uh, Mrs. Achilles, uh, maybe Miss Achilles. <laughs> I don't know if she's married or not. I'm not judging. She brings her child into the server room and there's like, there's like, uh, uh, an inoculation center right like a like a sterilization center to keep like the aliens from getting sick with human bacteria okay i don't want to immediately shoot down aliens uh which also is a lie because i do kind of want to immediately shoot that down um what if it's the um like the digital part of them that would be uploaded like they just set up like a firewall or like a Faraday cage or something around the digital self of Achilles. Okay. And his heel was just outside of it. And that is the the weak point. Okay. Like it's like Which a um, sounds a lot closer to like a one for one explanation. I of like dipping him into the the river. Yeah. I I like this idea. I can I just tweak it a little bit? I can't put, put physically little, stop here. A little bit of English on this. Uh-huh. Um, I don't think it's like a Faraday cage. I think it's like a magnetic field that they surround him with. Okay. Uh, it, it should do a similar method, a similar like right. objective. Would be like, yeah, you can't, you don't touch anything. Sorry. You want to take a second pass at <laughs> yeah, it? Yeah, I do. <laughs> don't don't touch anything. Like don't. But you, you will be an issue. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know why they're doing a magnetic field, to be honest. I feel like that would be the opposite of what I would want to do if I was trying to keep 
people say. But maybe this is like a magnetic field that he picks up. Like mm-hmm. he picks up like a permanent magnetic charge. And it and it being a ball, okay, maybe it just covers everything but his feet. And, right, right. And people are just like, oh, it's his ankle is the issue because that's how he died. But really mm-hmm. it's just his whole foot. <laughs> Could be. I can I can roll with that. I mean he's not running around uh uh shoeless. He's got shoes on. So just get really big shoes. Like not uh-huh. good shoes. And they don't protect his ankles. So I'm thinking. How's that? Yeah, that I mean good? I think it's it's as good an explanation as we're likely to get. And, and, well well the thing is that this is like this is the bronze age, right? It coppers uh, highly yes. copper's highly, highly magnetic. Uh maybe it's like a repulsive repulsive force here. Where mm. like the person can't hit Achilles, because <laughs> because he's you know magnetic. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. Um, we're dealing with go go with this. Sure, we'll go with it. <laughs> I mean, listen, I'm I'm all like willing. I think we put in a lot of work for it. I think we got pretty close. Yeah. Oh yeah. We certainly. We, this is a long walk for a uh, Achilles-sized glass of water. <laughs> Uh, cool. Well, I mean, let's do one, do one more. Sure. What else you got? Well, I kind of want to know, because we talked about this earlier. Um, Zeus, uh, yeah, Zeus turns into a swan and impregnates a woman. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Uh, sure does. For- forcibly, um, non-consensual. Um, That's classic Zeus. Classic Zeus. Yeah. So... We are not condoning what Zeus does. However, <laughs> we Zeus... we actively condemn what Zeus did. <laughs> yes, yeah, we're not condoning. We're actively condemning what Zeus does. It's, it's not good. You shouldn't do that. Mm-hmm. Um, however, uh, what? Um, how? Because like, here's <laughs> the thing: uh, Swan and human, not uh, as far as I know. Not closely enough related to create a viable offspring. Right. Um, so there's that. <laughs> uh, so wh- how is Zeus... We-, we haven't really decided what the gods are, but like, how does Zeus turn into a swan and then impregnate a woman? Um, yeah, I don't... I don't even know where to start with it. Um, well, I feel like idea- we had a rough time with shape-shifting in Norse myth, and we just kind of were particularly hand-wavy there. Okay, well, how about this? Uh-huh. He's gotta have human stuff. Gametes. <laughs> gotta have that human junk. Yep, that's right. <laughs> so, but uh, there's nothing against it. Swan with the human human genitalia. Kind of weird, uh-huh. but it's fine. Um, <laughs> Everyone has their kink. Everyone has their kink. Uh, please, if anyone ever starts making fan art for the show, please let it be that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but what I'm thinking is, like, maybe he's a furry, and it's not a or a feathery. <laughs> Wasn't it's actually a swan, a swan, but was just a fursuit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's uh, legitimately what I think, and I think Zeus is just a dude who is a rapist right uh i like the explanation because it simplifies any other explanation you possibly <laughs> could do 
Yeah. Easy. You thought this was going to be a tough one. I did think it was going to be a, a, a see, real hard one, but... See, the, the key you, is... You, the, you nailed it. This is what Greeks do that the Norse didn't do. The children are all humanoid, not eight-legged horses. <laughs> yep. That's, that's how you that's how you win. That's how you succeed. I mean, I think that's a perfect explanation right there. Zeus is a yeah. Zeus is a feathery. Is that would that be the correct terminology for them? Cuz I have for never for like a furry who's into birds. Uh Eric I mean, Coco, I can maybe? look it up. Yeah, do that. Get that on your search history, not mine, cuz <laughs> I I like 2 years ago a friend of mine was looking up furry stuff on my computer and I just stopped getting ads for it. <laughs> um an avian, also known and, as featheries. Yep. Oh, look at that. It is a feathery. Uh, so I'm assuming like a reptilian is probably for someone who's into to reptiles. Um, well, hold up. First, I have to take a, a detour and see what a bug furry is called. Oh, good. <laughs> also known as... My, my interest death. has been caught. <laughs> <laughs> They're called buggies. That's pretty good. It is pretty I, good. I like... This is a consistent naming structure. <laughs> um amphibians are called scalies but i feel like that would capture well that wouldn't be amphibians herps in general but amphibians don't have scales yeah but they fall within herpetology i so think you should call everybody i mean Sorry. i feel like there's Sorry, a negative scalies. connotation to that one um, probably, but yeah, yeah I think probably... Scalys probably captures, uh, you know, uh, reptiles, amphibians, and all of them. Yeah, I guess there's not, like, a great terminology for froggies, maybe? Yeah, well, I mean, there's other kinds of amphibians, amphibians? than frogs, though. I'm aware, but they're, like, the kind of, <laughs> like, the one that comes to mind for everyone, I think. Anyway, uh, right. well, there you go. The more you know, listener. <laughs> Uh, I think we're done. I think we've did it all. I like the fact that the gods are just real people. Still, <laughs> totally special about them. I mean, they're definitely modeled after real people in the myth, if nothing else. Like, just normal, down to earth, like real people, real people With problems. Me. Just yeah. like Hera, like gossiping yeah zeus has been cheating on me again in his swan suit. <laughs> swan suit <laughs> i like it are frogs bald what a great question that uh, comes I, up when i google bird furry i don't <laughs> think frogs are bald i think they do have hair don't they uh don't they have like really really fine hair maybe i'm wrong about this frogs lack both hair and hair follicles well, there you go. I was wrong about this. <laughs> Tells but you what I know porous. about biology. Listen, this is why this is why I'm dating a wildlife biologist, so she can tell me the things that I'm wrong about. So, so you can <laughs> offload that uh, idiocy, uh, like database of knowledge, onto your better half. Exactly. That's her. That's her purview. Anyway, thank you for listening so much. Yeah, we enjoyed having you, everybody. Yeah, we definitely did. And if you wanted to maybe share us with someone, I wouldn't say no. <laughs> Obviously not us as people. We're human beings with our own, um, you know, agency. 
Mm-hmm. But our podcast, if you wanted to share it with somebody, you could do that. You should do that. Uh, and even if maybe if that's too much work, if you're like, boy, I'm a big, lazy, dumb-dumb, and I don't want to make this podcast. I don't want to teach people about this podcast. Jeff is sending me a message while we're talking. <laughs> And it's a picture of a feathery. <laughs> and actually, I could get into this. That's this is also, like, yeah, that's actually like this is a really, that's well a really done. good crow costume. Um, it's not even a crow. It's a bird, can I uh, can I tell you though? Uh, that is on the Audubon website. That is weird. <laughs> <laughs> like Audubon, like the German like Audubon.org. The article is called Inside the World of Elite Bird Costuming. I'm going to have to read this article. This is uh, listen, awesome. <laughs> what I would say is that uh, from my very small knowledge of featheries, they do a much better job of creating anthropomorphic animals than furries do, to be honest. Like uh, this is like I mean it depends on eh, like the the skill level of who's making the the that's costume true. really. I just, this is a really good bird costume. Yeah, no, this is actually a spectacular costume. Uh, anyway, Jeff interrupted me with his... <laughs> with my furry garbage. With his furry garbage. Um, I totally forgot this. Oh, oh, so if it's too much for you to just, like, share this with people, if you're, like, ashamed of us or, like, something <laughs> like that, maybe. I don't know uh, why you would be. Yeah, I don't know why we wouldn't be like, hey, this is a very cool and smart podcast that I listen to. Just like us. Subscribe to us. And comment on literally anything. Uh, <laughs> doesn't even have to be us. Right. Uh, send us show, show suggestions. Uh, it's always a good thing. Send us, like, general suggestions, too. I actually recently learned how to normalize and, like... Uh, uh, do like a little bit of audio engineering for my upstairs roommate, um, which oh, has neat. so far made our audio way better, mm-hmm. like infinitely better. Last last episode would have been unlistenable if it hadn't been for <laughs> me learning how to do that the night before. Yeah, and what else we got? Oh, we got Twitter. You could yep. you could or, at phandwavium dot com. Sorry, at phand. Uh, sorry, at. <laughs> <laughs> I believe in you. What are what, what's the I, I Twitter think the handle? The Twitter handle is at p handwavium. Yep, I think that's correct. The website is uh-huh. pedantichandwavium.com or p handwavium.com or mythickspoilers.com or no, nope, I think it's just the one spoiler. Oh, sorry, my thick spoiler. <laughs> yep, that's thick with two C's. It's thick with two uh, C's. And also jefftime.com. And also jefftime.com. Jeff spelled like old-timey German Jeff, not like modern-day Jeff. Um, I, I honestly <laughs> cannot remember. Uh, oh, we're on YouTube. We're on yep. all podcasting apps, which is how you found us. Probably. Maybe. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, and if you want to like jump off of the podcast app you're on, I recently dropped Podbean because it's really annoying and poorly made. Um, <laughs> now I just use Spotify, which is like, I guess better. Not really. We're on those. Yeah, different. And then Joe Sopcich made our theme music. Yeah. Yeah. And hasn't made much else. But you should encourage <laughs> it. He's a good He's a good musician. He just doesn't get a lot of work. Because <laughs> being a musician yeah. is very difficult. I mm-hmm. have a lot of friends who are musicians. None of them are doing great. That's not true. Few of them are doing great. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, anything else you want to add, Jeff? Anything I forgot? 
Oh, you doing the sign off? No, I think uh, I think you managed to cover it all. Well, that's good. Yeah. Again, like and subscribe. Hit that bell. Ring that. Ring that ding dong. <laughs> ring the old ding dong. Ring the old ding dong. Are you gonna say your good night? We love you. Part. Hmm? Oh, are you ready? Are you done? Yeah, I'm done. I didn't. Know I mean, do you want anymore. me to talk All some right. more? I can do that. What? Do you want me to talk some more? I can do uh, that. I mean, I I don't want to, you know, monopolize and and to, like oh. take advantage of the listeners' time. So you- <laughs> I guess we'll just uh, <laughs> we'll just uh, say good night to everybody. So uh, good night, listener. We love you. Have a great yeah. week. Also, get vaccinated. I guess. Yeah, do that. Apparently that's the thing that we gotta, yeah. <laughs> it's, it, yeah, uh, if you're <laughs> listening to this 17 years from now, reminding still people get vaccinated. get vaccinated in 2021 <laughs> is a thing we still had to do. Yep. It's great. Goodbye, everybody. <laughs>